Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I want to share a little bit about my experience of niching down, niching, niching, however you say it, down in my business. And I feel like we don't often talk about marketing and business, like these types of topics as much on the podcast, on the podcast. but I have found that this sort of like seemingly tactical thing that I've done in my business of niching down has actually brought so many mental and energetic benefits that I had no idea like that that was going to happen. I did not expect that to happen. Quite the opposite. I avoided niching down for like ever. Like I've been running my business for four years and I've never wanted to. I've always been, and maybe you resonate with this, I've always been so afraid to do it because I'm afraid to leave someone out. Like, well, what if someone goes to my website and then they're like, oh, this isn't for me and they leave, but I could have worked with them. They could have been a client. And it's kind of funny. I actually tell my clients all the time, like, don't worry about that. The right people, even if they don't necessarily directly match with what they see on your website, if they like you, then they're going to reach out to you. And then you can decide if you want to work with them at that point or whatever but I wasn't following that advice myself. In addition, even less, I think it was less about following that advice and also a bit about like not really knowing what my niche was because my, the whole four years, a little over four years that I've been running this business, I have really worked with a really broad spectrum of clients. And you could maybe say like B2B, tech-based businesses is often where I have, I've worked the most, but that wasn't necessarily a space that I was like excited to be niched into. And it's also not very much of a niche, like B2B technology companies, there's like millions of them in every industry. So I feel like there were a few reasons why I wasn't doing it, but if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that this summer has been sort of like a rebuilding time for Ben, my husband who runs the business with me with for Ben and I, we both had, we each had one major client leave. So for the business as a whole, two major clients leave. And that left us with a really large revenue gap. But the benefit of that was it sort of gave us the push we needed to finally do this. And so Ben's doing the same thing. We run this business together but we actually very rarely overlap clients. What he has to offer, the the ideal client for that is actually a little bit different than the ideal client for what I offer. So um, 
we're, we sort of, we run the same business, but we kind of like, we call it like separate wings. Like he runs this wing and I run that wing. And he's working on this for himself too, because he's been wanting to sort of niche down and get more specific and clear about who his product is, his offering is for. So we started by productizing what we offer. So basically like making it feel more like a package, like a singular offering rather than like a la carte services, which is typically what we would do. Like we would have a call with someone, they would tell us what they need, what they're working on. And then we'd put together a custom proposal for them, which A, is time consuming, but B, um, keeps us squarely in the space of like execution. And we, neither of us can compete in that space anymore. And when I say execution, I mean execution versus strategy, consulting high-level strategy. In the execution space, there are so many people in the marketing space, in the marketing industry, doing what we do, not as well as we do it, but nonetheless doing it for significantly less money. And for us, we've been in this business for literally 12 years. We just, we can't compete with those lower costs. So this all has sort of like this move toward niching down has sort of been like rumbling under the surface for the last few months as we started thinking like, okay, so what does it look like to shift more into the strategy space and providing that high level strategy rather than doing the day-to-day like execution work of writing or, you know, designing or those sort of, um, yeah, like execution pieces. So as we're thinking about that, we sort of were slowly making our way toward ultimately this idea of niching down. And it kind of started happening very naturally for both of us and kind of funny that that happened because we had both pushed it off, I think, and avoided it for so long, but in productizing, which is what Ben calls it, I've never heard the word before, but (laughs) productizing, turning our services into essentially a product or a package, it kind of came naturally to say like, okay, the only way we can really do this well is if we know exactly who it's for, the exact person. And of course, there's like your target persona, your ideal client. And we've sort of had that, but again, it was still really broad. And so it was like, okay, who exactly can benefit from this? Because we want this to be like a no-brainer sell. We want people to hear this and be like, yes, exactly. This is exactly what I need. And so came the niching down. So for me, I had already sort of been niched a little bit. You know, I only do organic content marketing. So I don't do paid marketing. And I, we technically don't run like a do all digital agency because we don't really work. Like my website only shows my content marketing aspect. So that's sort of like niching down a little bit. And I'd been wanting to shift toward female founded forever. That's like my preferred. I love working with other women. I love supporting businesses that are run by women, amplifying their brand and their mission with the skills that I have. But even female-founded and organic content marketing or organic content marketing for female-founded businesses still was a little broad. I mean, how many female-founded businesses are there? And I think what helped me niche down to this next level was I thought like, who do I actually want to work with? Like there's lots of female founded security companies out there or um, I don't know, manufacturing companies, but 
I might not necessarily want to work for and with those companies. So I was like, okay, where do, who do I really want to work for? And this actually started coming about as I was crafting my pitch. I do a lot of business development, cold outreach, usually through email to find clients and connect with people and build my pipeline. And I found that I was getting the most responses from the emails where I was able to really reference how I am personally connected to their offering or their product or their service. And that often was mental health, what I call mental wellness, services, apps, products. I was getting the most responses from those. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting because of course I would get the most responses from those because those are the companies I'm really excited about because I feel really personally connected to the power and the value that they're offering. So from organic content marketing and female-founded, we drilled down even more to mental wellness brands. And that might even be niched down further down the line. So my my focus at this point is doing organic content marketing for female-founded mental wellness brands. And that, y'all, was like a, like, it was like the floodgates have opened for me. And not as in like all of this work is coming in, but in my mental and energetic, like what I'm putting out and how I'm feeling about it all and sales, it all feels so much better. I feel so much more grounded in my business. I feel so much calmer. The focus, I didn't realize how scattered I felt before this. So let me give you some specific examples. So Like I'm feeling less stressed about standing out in the marketing space. I mean, there are so many companies, big and small, big agencies, uh, you know, solopreneur marketing coaches and everything between there's so much there. And for so long, I've struggled with this idea of, I think I stand out because my focus is on organic and content rather than sort of branding and marketing strategy as a whole and paid marketing. So I think that helped me stand out a little bit, but I still didn't feel like I was able to really connect in a way that felt really uniquely and authentically me. And sinking into like really leaning into this niche has helped me do that. And I don't even necessarily, I haven't even completely made the shift of like using language around mental wellness brands in my, like, let's say Instagram posts, but in my outreach, in the way that I present my services to companies, I'm really able to tailor it in, and what's, how do I want to say it? Like really like leverage my passion and personal connection to make better connections with these people and these companies. And so ultimately also, the way I think about it is if I'm I'm talking with a mental wellness company, and those are the companies I focus on. And, and as I do this more, this will be more compelling because I'll have more case studies and testimonials from actual mental wellness brands. Like I'm still building that right now. Um, but when a company is looking at, let's say, three or four different proposals, I'm going to stand out because I'm the one who has experience and a personal interest and a passion in mental wellness. So for me, there's like 
this sense of calm going into a sales call, this sense of groundedness in like, I'm not just doing this because I need to make money. I'm not just doing this because you might need marketing and I can do marketing. It's like, I'm doing this because I know I can elevate your brand and I love what you're doing. And I genuinely want to help you do that. It completely shifts everything, completely shifts my energy. It completely shifts the energy of the call, how I feel, and the ability to actually really stand out in what is an incredibly crowded space. So that was one huge mental, emotional, energetic shift. In this way, the sales, like both the outreach or the research and the pitching feels so much better. And, and what I mean by that is like when I'm doing, when I'm doing email outreach, when I'm sending cold emails, I'm manually researching these companies, right? I'm searching into Google, like female founded mental wellness brand, female founded therapy app, female founded mindset app, you know, whatever. And I'm trying to find these different companies to reach out to that align with what I want to do. And seem like I can actually help them. And for so long, that felt really difficult to do because it literally could be anyone, right? Like, how do I narrow my focus? Like I felt very scattered. And in narrowing my focus with this niche, all of a sudden it all felt just so much easier because I have so much clarity about who I actually want to talk to. And I know this might sound obvious, But if you have been resisting niching down, consider that this is one of the benefits of doing so, is that sales, outreach, research, and pitching just feel so much easier. And for me, that was like a huge energy leak. Like I would have someone connect with me on LinkedIn or I'd see a brand on Instagram and be like, oh, I should reach out to them. But it's like, it was like, it was like I was constantly grabbing. I don't know how to describe it. I was constantly like reaching for these potential opportunities. Whereas now I'm able to like really quickly and easily filter those opportunities through my niche. Does, is this with my niche? Yes. Okay. Then I'm going to reach out to them. No. Okay. Then I'm not. And while there are tons of female founded mental wellness brands, it's still for me, at least at this point, really narrow and narrow enough that it makes me feel a lot more grounded in my business as a whole. And ultimately, I think the the greatest mental benefit is I feel excited. I'm taking lots of sales calls lately and I'm just excited to be on those calls and like not every call is panning out and not everyone is saying yes and but a lot of people are saying like let's reconnect in January, let's reconnect down the line and so like I'm building my pipeline with these people, these companies that I truly want to work with and that I know I can genuinely provide value to. And so it's just getting me more and more excited about how I'm growing my business. Because I think for so long, I just been growing it because I could. I started as a side hustle. I picked it up as a full-time job in 2018, the summer of 2018. And it just felt like it was just what I do. I just, I run a content marketing agency and I've done lots of stuff in addition, writing my books. I run, you know, obviously running this podcast. That's always been like my main thing is the agency, but I've always felt like I'm just doing it. And now it feels like I'm actually 
building like my dream business. Like I am so proud to say that I work with female founded mental wellness brands. Like it feels so good to me. And I never expected that. Like I wanted to share this on an episode because I, I resisted it for so long. I didn't, even outside of resisting it, I just didn't force it. I was like, oh, it's fine. Business is fine. Everything's going fine. I'm getting clients. I may not love working with them, but it's okay. It's money. And I was put in a position where it was like, well, I have to bring in more clients because we have this revenue gap. So why don't I bring in clients? Why don't I focus on the ones I really want to work with? If I can reach out to anyone, why not make it this? So I was sort of put in this position, but you don't need to be put in this position to start doing this. So just, you know, if if you're listening and you've been thinking like, gosh, I, I really want to niche down to this area of people I'm already working with, or maybe someone completely different, know that you can take your time doing it. It's a matter of just saying like, okay, when I do my outreach, when I do my BD, I'm going to just focus in this area. I'm still, if clients come to me, sure, I'll still take them while I'm building up this audience while I'm while I'm working on bringing in more of these clients because I do understand that sometimes you're in a place where you kind of do need to take what comes to you. So it's like this slow it can be this slower process of okay, I'm going to focus on bringing these clients in, but if someone comes through my website or someone reaches out through social, they're not my perfect client, maybe I'll still work with them just to keep revenue where I want it to be while I build up this client base that I really desire to work with. And I think you'll notice exactly like I'm noticing this really amazing mental and energetic shift that is really, for me at least, was just like very not expected, but a very um, pleasant surprise because it's making this process also of building back, building this revenue back up, getting back to where we want to be and then grow even further from that. It's making it feel more exciting because it feels like there's so much opportunity here and so much to play with and learn and build rather than this feeling of like, I'm just like scrambling to get back to a place that I want to be. It's like, I get to, as I've said, probably before on other episodes, like I get to steer the ship and that feels really exciting. So those are all my thoughts on niching down and what I've experienced. I hope that this was helpful for you. Maybe it gives you the nudge you need to finally say, that's who I want to work with. And that's what I'm going to prioritize. Because I promise if you do that, you not only will be more successful in your business because you will be the person for that person, which also I didn't even mention, but drives more referrals, makes it easier for people to talk about what you offer but you're also just going to feel better. You're going to feel more excited, less stressed, more at ease, more grounded, more like all the things we want to feel in our business is on the other side of niching down and getting closer to exactly who you want to serve, doing exactly what you want to do. So take that for what it is. Go and start. I hope this plants a seed for you. Find me on Instagram, DM me, let me know if this resonated for you, and I will catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.